Simmons and Jokic have 49. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It wasn't 109. So if you're going to give up 50 to the two big guys, you're still going to win. And they won. Right. And the other thing, too, is when you talk about like nuance and the way this game went down, when you watch DeMarcus Cousins, it, what makes Draymond Green a, like, a solid defender is DeMarcus Cousins wasn't exactly posting Draymond Green up and taking him to the rack. He was settling for jump shots and runners and floaters. Well, he also um, – Cousins also got stuck with Looney. Right. And he, he crushed him. But it's one of those, hey, you, you – you pick your poison. You give up. You give up a good amount of points to the bigs, and then. But the other thing was, at times they were able to successfully get the ball out of Jokic's hands, and then it goes to Aaron Gordon. And Aaron Gordon, right? Like he's, he is. I don't know, man. You tell me, is he a high IQ basketball player? I mean, there are there are a bunch of times he just the pick is in. He just drives, and then he stops, and it's like, okay, what am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. dude, th- th- there's no plan here. Come on, right? And, well, and I think what what is hurt and what is lost in this dumb conversation about Nikola Jokic and <laughs> MVP getting lo- lo- losing in the first round, uh, his two uh, his two best players were not playing. You're asking Aaron Gordon, who last year was going to be like a high end four, not just the position, but like the fourth guy, to have a higher load on his shoulders. It's just he's by himself trying to make things work. And unless Monty Morris is hitting five three-pointers in the third quarter like he did in game four to extend the series, you're going to get results like he did yesterday where Jokic is superhuman but ultimately results in a loss. All right, it says the pick is in. So wait another five minutes. I got to start drinking, man. Let's I'm like, I got, I, I'm hyped. I got like a – there's like a – I'm like my neck's beating. I'm fired up, man. The, this cannot be Hutchinson, okay? That's just your pulse. This cannot be Hutchinson. There is no mortgage paid this month coming up. It cannot be Hutchinson. How, how nervous is His arms right are short. You can't pick them. T-Rex arms. You can't do it. Please. Ridiculous. You can see I got something on this. All right, it's not that much, but God, this is nerve-wracking. I, I want the NFL with the drama, the I, suspense. I just want Evan Neal. Like that's what I want. I just want something. I don't want either Hutchinson or Walker. I well, want I'm something doing, just ridiculous. If it's an offensive tackle after all this defensive end talk, I, I, I'm doing a chair kick out. <laughs> this, there's no one behind us right now. I'm so nervous. God. Uh, one more thing on Draymond. I mentioned I thought he was very gracious after the game in multiple interviews. Mm-hmm. Well, you sent over. He's looking out for the other players. What were you talking about? Oh, yeah. So, like, they, I don't know if you caught this like a week or two ago, but um, um, what's his face? Bill Simmons uh, was recorded on his podcast. So I guess that's what you do. But they were talking about voting for Rookie of the Year, and when it came to Jalen Green, uh, Simmons dropped an F Jalen Green like he wasn't going to vote for him. And so he posted a picture of Simmons and put up something like, how is this guy uh, a voice in terms of deciding if Jalen Green will qualify for a Supermax, which is the deal. So he's sticking up for the young guys. Oh, boy, here we go. I cut that short because uh, good old Raj is up at the booth or the podium, whatever it is. Podium is a good way to put it. Yeah. Not a Number one pick is coming down here in just a second. Ari, just, he'll just going to throw to it, man, whenever he wants to. He's going to throw to it. Suspense is killing me. I'm telling you, it's coming. Now. There it is. With the first pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trayvon Walker, linebacker. Right. Here we go. Uh, Here we go. The long arms. The long arms. We'll break it down on the way back. Number two pick is coming up here in just a couple seconds. We'll see where Hutchinson falls to. Is the rumor that the Lions have been on Thibodeau all week? 
Is that going to come true? Is there something crazy that's going to happen with Derek Stingley Jr.? We're following the first round of the NFL draft. By the way, the entire draft is running uh, Cofield and JVT free over on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. So if you want to switch over, you can hear the live ESPN feed there. But we're going to come back, break down that pick of Trayvon Walker to the Jaguars. Long arms. Wins out. It's the Big Five at Five, brought to you by Battleborn Injury Lawyers. If you've been injured, call Justin Watkins at Battleborn Injury Lawyers, 570-9000. I would prefer not to. I'd rather give up you know, that second and something else. Because uh, Depot Samuel's a really, really good player. He'd be their best player by far on offense. I don't think he's Tyreek Hill. I don't think he's a guy that if you line him up outside that you have to double team on every play, he would make them immeasurably better. But if I'm the 49ers, I'm cutting my losses if I can't get a deal done. You're listening to Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas. Former executive with the Jets and the Dolphins, Mike Tannenbaum. On Debo Samuel, we'll see if there's any movement. There were rumors yesterday that the Jets may have offered the number 10 pick in a big deal for Debo Samuel, the Niners wide receiver. Jets are up on a couple of picks. They have the fourth pick. They're on the clock, actually. Texans, the pick is in. Mm-hmm. Number one pick, Walker from Georgia, not Hutchinson. So Trayvon Walker goes to the Jaguars. Hutchinson did go number two, so no real big drop. And now those guys, and whenever Thibodeau goes, those three guys will be measured against each other for their careers. So we'll mm-hmm. see if Hutchinson, the more polished, finished guy now, is ultimately a better NFL player than Walker and eventually Thibodeau. Yep. What do you think? I like I've, I always find it weird that a guy like Kayvon Thibodeau, who at the beginning of last college football season was considered the best prospect, somehow makes his way to not being the top guy selected. And we can talk about third, you know, the, all these other interviews and uh, the uncoachability potential um, when it comes to Thibodeau. But at the end of the day, when, when I read people that are smarter than I am consistently say that Thibodeau is arguably the best prospect in this draft from a pass rushing perspective, and he, like, falls, I guess, to wherever he's going to end up, I always find that very surprising. I think so much of this, a lot of it comes down to interviews and references on players and Thibodeau is a different sort of cat like I don't I don't know that he's a yes sir no sir anything for a football guy mm-hmm. right and for some organizations that could be a turnoff all right number three pick is coming up here with the Texans again Hutchinson gone to the Lions that was at two number one pick Walker With the third pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Houston Texans select Derek Stingley Jr., defensive back, LSU. And so on an unpredictable night, we have our first big surprise. There was a moment in time where it looked like this might be the best player in the game. Okay, now, now tell people why you're laughing at that. Now again, Mike Greenberg is speaking to a casual audience. This is why betting needs to be in the background as a reference point. Stingley has been rumored for the last two days to be shooting up the charts. Now, the Texans just took him at number three. When I tracked it today in other parts of the country, 
I have the numbers here on the rundown, right? Number three pick odds. Hutchinson, 5-1. to one. He's the fourth choice. Sauce Gardner, 450. He's the third. Check that. The third choice for the number three pick. Iki Iguanu was the second choice at plus 275. The favorite to go number three today was Derek Stingley. Wow, that's a surprise. Even that, money. That's a shock. That's really surprising. I don't know. How do, how do we... How do we deal with this? Because there is a story here. Listen, there is a story. Stingley is a controversial guy. I heard Daniel Jeremiah talking about it, that he does have some boomer bust on him. He's a really interesting personality, right? He's a guy who excelled at a high level his first year at LSU, kind of fell back a little bit after his freshman year. So is this a shocker? No. But here's the thing. Take betting out of it. Okay. His colleagues at ESPN, both of their final mock drafts had Stingley at three. <laughs> okay. It's, I didn't see it's that. Not, oh, oh. It's, that's the Oops. problem. That, that's, that's where things like this kind of make me roll my eyes, where it's like you, t- you talk about not doing your homework or anything like that. The first surprise of the day, both your own colleagues said this was going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure what Mike Greenberg's supposed to do. So, but, I think if you want to play the narrative that it's a surprise the last couple of days that he jumped all the way up from where people had him slotted at you know, 11, 12, 13 – but we've been talking about Stingley moving way up, and when the odds move to even money today on Stingley going at three, it's not a shocker. And now the story for the Texans is, uh, depending on what happens the rest of, the, you know, they say the first seven or eight picks, does Nick Casario, who makes a bold move here by going after, you know, freaking high ceiling, but maybe maybe a pretty low floor, mm-hmm. right? There could be, you know, this could turn into a bad pick. Um how, how does he view his 13th pick now? Does he have another guy he loves so much that he's going to want to trade assets to get from 13 back, you know, or for a second time in the top 10? I would say no. Like, I, I think that this, when you look at the positions that are deep in this draft, the Texans need as much as they can. I think at 13, you'll be able to get any one of the positions that you feel like you need on your board. Now they all grade out differently whoever they like, but I think when you're strapped for assets, a team like the Houston Texans, you don't want to sacrifice more to go get a guy. That guy's not going to make an immediate difference for a team that's going to push to win six games this year, right? I think you want to you want to get as many bodies on that roster that are filled with talent as possible. And you don't do that by sacrificing picks to move up. Jets are up next. Your guys, who do you want? Jets have the fourth pick and the tenth pick. Fourth pick choices. Sauce Gardner would be a little bit of a surprise, but he's been moving up. Another cornerback. Mm -hmm. Thibodeau, at one point, like you said, slotted as the best player in the draft. Mm -hmm. All the tackles on the offensive line are left. The Jets have gone offensive line in the last couple of drafts. Do they do it again? Do Do they go really bold? And take a Jamison Williams, torn ACL and all, at four. Now, here's the great thing. I think John knows the pick. I don't want to know it. I don't want to know it. I don't want to have it ruined by the Internet. Um, Who would I take? Yeah. Um, I'm not down with taking receivers. And I think I'm a little scarred over the years uh, with the Jets taking receivers. Like, even Keyshawn, as a number one pick, Keyshawn was good but not great. He was a pain in the ass. I can go all the way back to, like, Johnny Lamb Jones, a freaking disaster at wide receiver. Um, I always say I build teams, good teams, 
build with cornerbacks, defensive ends, and tackles, offensive tackles. So mm-hmm. I would take Thibodeau. I would take Thibodeau here. Yeah. But would it shock me if they take Jamison Williams? Is there a trade? No, there's no trade. Well, you're doing a good job. Of key. He actually, during it's funny, folks, during the break, the Hutchinson pick came up, and I, I told John like 40 minutes ago, I'm like, I don't want to know about any snitches. And he's like, Hutchinson just went. I'm like, all right. All right. Oh, that's a, look at that. That's some genius uh, B-roll by the, uh, the ESPN crew shooting the New York, New York, as they talk about the Jets and the Giants. Next level. I say, we, I say we roll the dice with my team and just go to break, even though the pick is in. Do we miss the pick? No, the, I, no we need your can, live reaction. Can the Vegas this. audience deal with not hearing the – crappy New York Jets pick? No, because the tie is into you, so we need to uh, we need to milk this so we hear this. Oh my God. The obnoxious Jets fans in the front row there. Testy jersey on. The test of, like, how poor has it been for your franchise? <laughs> You're wearing a, a Vinny Testaverde jersey to the 2022 NFL draft. Yeah, but I do that. I do that, too. Yeah, but you do it because you're frugal. That's the point. It's all, it's all clear. He's stuff. doing it because there's no happiness. There's nothing. What jersey I, are you going to wear? I just got my Sam Darnold jerseys about two days ago right why i didn't wear them tomorrow night i'll wear them celebration of uh, jet success over the years like i've got a brandon stokely jersey like colts brandon stokely jersey but like you know that's a, that's a positive memory brandon stokely was dope i don't know about vinnie testaverde and the other negative things i'm you nervous hold on to. i'm nervous this could be the future of the franchise don't look i want don't look at the tvs you want to hear it? yeah i want you to hear it well you got to stall for like 25 more seconds of i'm gonna course. look away of course, I think I think it's. Uh, what do you think it is? I think I think it's Thibodeau. I think it's Thibodeau. I can't tell by John's face. I think it's Thibodeau. I don't want Jamison Williams here. I'm going to be. I, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do a receiver that high. And I don't think they got a young quarterback. Yeah, I don't Give want somebody don't, to build with, no, grow no, with, no. learn with. No, Jamar Chase, Jamison Williams, a ten, of course. It's totally different. All right, Jets are up. Here we go. With the fourth pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the New York Jets select Sauce Gardner, defensive back, Cincinnati. I did say cornerbacks, tackles, and defensive ends. All right. Thibodeau slipping. Unbelievable. Uh. Let's take a break here. We'll get the Giants pick next. Defensive end, 15-sack guy. This better work out. Cofield and Company. Down at Silver Sevens Hotel and Casino. There is no cornerstone franchise Hall of Fame type talent right now at the top of the draft. And much like Dan is saying, usually when somebody wants to move up a little bit, it's because there's a quarterback there. We may only see one quarterback taken in this year's draft, believe it or not, and that may only be Malik Willis. Hanging at the William Hill Sportsbook inside Silver Sevens, it's Cofield and Company. So back-to-back corners come off the board. Jets just took Sauce Gardner out of Cincy. Derek Stingley goes right before that at three to the Texans. If you missed it earlier, Aiden Hutchinson did not go number one. Number two to the Lions, and Trayvon Walker, Georgia player, goes number one in the draft to the Jaguars. Giants are up next. You can't, I mean, this is so easy. It's got to be typical. No. Really? Yeah. It's got to be an offensive lineman. No. No. What? Thibodeau and a, a good pass rusher has more positional value than an offensive lineman. 
And is that also because the Giants have another pick and the offensive tackles haven't gone so far? Right. So there's three of them. You, if, even if you get the third one, you're okay? The, right. the, the value on a guy like Thibodeau here at this spot is immense. you got to take him. There's no other option. So does that mean the Jets just made a bad pick with a cornerback instead of Thibodeau? I mean, I think there's an argument to be made that, yes, I mean, I made the comment off the air. I think it says a lot about this draft that in the top five, two corners went. When, what, two years ago, Jeff Okuda went with a third overall pick and the Lions were mocked. And you can make the argument that this is the best corner class. I haven't heard that, though. When you're t- unless these guys come out to be the next Darrell Revis, then you can make the argument that you got, you, you know, you made the right selection. But when you're talking about positional value, I mean, edge rushers are always near the top of that. You mentioned corners are there too. Um, but when a guy like Thibodeau is available, you go there. Especially, I mean, your team needs an edge rusher. They need a lot. They need a cornerback too, though. Yeah. And they do have two first-round picks here. They've got ten coming up. Giants are at five and seven. So, again, you, you, the Giants can't really blow this, and the Giants actually have an opportunity to, to uh, trade back if they wanted to. They're going to make the selection here at, at number five. Is, uh, Raj is up on stage a little ways away from, from here at uh, Silver Sevens. we got about 20 minutes left. We're tracking all the picks here in the first round. Can I tell you that uh, draft. here's the commissioner. Let's do it. For the New York Giants pick, I'm joined by Sam Prince, a lifelong Giants fan and Make-A-Wish kid. (laughs) Sam is post-heart transplant and feeling stronger than ever, as you can see. Tonight, his wish to announce the Giants' first pick comes true. We hope this wish will be a turning point for Sam as he looks forward to being a sports broadcaster in the future. Okay, Sam, it's time to get your wish true, baby. Thank you, Mr. Goodell. With the fifth pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the New York Football Giants select Kayvon Thibodeau, defensive end, Oregon! (laughs) Okay. Well, guess what? I keep saying who's going to be measured against who? In the same building on Sundays. Not on the same Sundays, but we'll see. Four and five picks, cornerback to the Jets. And Thibodeau, who I like a lot, was kind of hoping the Jets would take him. He goes to the Giants. And, and like, I think really the way this broke down, that's why you don't go offensive line. With the top with the top guys available, the Giants pick again, what, in three picks, two picks, something like that? Two picks, yeah. Right. You're going to get one of the top offensive linemen, and arguably the one that you want. Chances are. If Thibodeau is productive, he's going to be a megastar right. in New York. Yep. Because, like I was telling you earlier, he's a different sort of cat. He's not a football is everything. You know, yes, sir, whatever you want. So he'll be, he'll be a darling of the media. Mm-hmm. Maybe a good influence on Kadarius Tony as well. Like, was, are you like gonna, grow up. Are you going to uh, – I was thinking about buying in. It's at a, it's at a market low right now. Kayvon Thibodeau's uh, uh, Bitcoin type thing. What's the, uh, what's the term I'm looking for here? NFT? It, uh, it's it's kind of like a Bitcoin here. 
What is a Bitcoin? Nah, I'm not. I'm not good on. You're that. asking the wrong guy. Come on. I mean, I'm a guy that, cryptocurrency. That's the term I'm looking for. Is cryptocurrency? It's at a market low right now. What was the, what was the final over under number on position for Thibodeau? I'm seeing four and a half. I'm seeing four and a half or five and a half, depending on where you where you wow. look. All right, so he was right there. <laughs> that was a pretty big one. Jets not taking him, and the Giants getting him. Dream cryptocurrency. That's dollar sign J R E A M. I'm going to buy some right now. You're not buying some right now. <laughs> Let's see if I can buy some right now. <laughs> All right, so tip it out to the Giants, the Oregon player. By the way, not very often in NFL history that the top ten is filled with all players who actually don't touch the ball. Fifteen cents a share. Oh, you're in? I'm kind of in on this. Or is there any way we get through the top ten without a quarterback, wide receiver, or running back selected? Uh, let's see, quarterback, wide receiver, or running back? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure, running back. Right. Quarterback, yes, and wide receiver, top 10. That one's going to be tougher. I know that the Atlanta Falcons, like, that's the sexy selection for a wide receiver to go there because of everything that's been going on with their wide receiving core and the lack of talent that they have at the position. I think when you're a team like that, you just need as much as possible. So if you're going to go, like, edge rusher, offensive line, whatever it is, uh, you can make the argument that you go anywhere but wide receiver. I mean, your team, what, 10 is their next selection? I think that's probably a spot where if you're betting against it, they'll get you'll get got by so, your team at 10. So if I include quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end, none of those positions going in the top five, which just happened. Huh. The last time that happened was 2013. Tavon Austin went eighth. Oof, that didn't turn out to be a great pick. <laughs> 97. It happened. The seventh pick was Ike Hilliard. Ugh. Oh, yeah. 91, tenth pick until an offensive player, quarterback, wide receiver, running back, tight end went. It was Herman Moore who turned out to be a, a really good player. Uh, other guys in the past in draft scenarios like that, uh, 1988, I'll say our own uh, Raider Tim Brown went sixth in that draft. My own, 1985, Altoon went tenth mm-hmm. to the Jets. And before that, 17 years. Boy, the old football people were stupid. Um, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, not selected in the top five. Before Al 285, the, the previous time that it happened was 1968 with Larry Zonka yeah. going number eight. So a little draft history there. Nice. Larry Zonka. Strive to be him. What a man. <laughs> he was. He was, was gigantic for running back. All right, final time out here. Uh, we'll come back. We got the Panthers pick up. Uh, this would be the speculation where maybe a quarterback goes. I think it's a horrific selection by the Panthers if they take one of these quarterbacks at six. They should be trading back. They certainly can use offensive linemen. There's a lot. I mean, it's a six pick. There's a lot of value picks right now. So I wonder how many calls we're getting. So we'll have the Panthers pick coming up on Cofield and Company. Join the conversation on Twitter at Cofield and Co. <laughs> With the sixth pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. Oh, the suspense. You can follow all. I know it's there. I know I know the Commodore 64 can, can play it. You know what's funny? Today, like we're used to upheaval. By the way, it's Cofield and Company back here, Silver 7s. We're used to upheaval because we're on the road all the time. So, you know, it's, it's different than being in studio. It's fine. We've had Corey. He's here, listener Corey, big fan of John. Billy came by, big fan of John as well. 
<laughs> um, but you know, it's live radio, so there's gonna be people walking, ho- or you know, around, and it, it's cool. It's uh, ambiance, it's atmosphere. Tomorrow, by the way, we're at Crazy Horse Three Gentlemen's Club. Focus. I'm sure Total fans there it, too. You know what? I we I actually we we probably need the next time we do a show or one of the next times in the future at a Gentlemen's Club. We probably we probably should come up with some anniversary, like. This is the 200th Cofield & Company show at a strip club. But I'd have to go back and count. I was going to say, is it? Um, I think it's actually short. I think we've probably done four or 500. I, mean, I would like to know how many shows you've done, period, as Cofield & Company. Um, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. But, yeah, the, the strip club thing will come up with a number. But, anyway, um, today, Ari Studio is like a draft room. Like, he's the GM, but there's just people coming around him and, like, saying stuff to him, giving him advice, frankly, getting in his way. So, it's a big maintenance day. Of all day, Of all days! We got, we got shows all over the city! We got a big maintenance day. So, uh, so Ari tried to get you the Panthers pick. They don't. Here we go. The slide of the quarterbacks. Panthers take the tackle. Uh, Ike Iguanu from NC State. That's how you build, my friend. That's how you build. Giants are up next. Well, and number the, seven pick. And the Panthers had a historically bad offensive line. You know, like I'm not the biggest Sam Darnold fan in the world, but if you actually watched that team last year and your first thought was Darnold stunk, then you didn't watch the team. The offensive line was atrocious with a capital atrocious. Now it was really bad. Like when he when you're getting pressured on over a third of your dropbacks as a quarterback, that's really bad. And that's exactly what Darnold and the other quarterbacks were facing behind that line. Coming up, this is a big pick. I, I think is actually the, the big surprise for me of the draft, like the fast riser, when Atlanta is up, but the Giants are up. This, of course, is a first round pick from the Bears. So we'll go up to the stage here in a second. Is uh, Raj is up there? Giants already got Kayvon Thibodeau. Here's the commissioner. They need a lineman. Take With an offensive lineman. I guarantee they do. In the 2022 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select Evan Neal, tackle, Alabama. You know, finally, and I hate the Giants and their fans, maybe not Candy, but finally hey, Candy. the football gods smile on the Giants just a little bit. Good haul. Right? The Giants have been terrible in judging offensive linemen. The Andrew Thomas pick a couple of years ago was ridiculous. Evan Neal at one point was expected to be, there's been about five different guys expected to be the number one pick. He was favored at one point, right? So now they got him. So now they, what do we talk about? How do you build teams? Defensive end, Mm -hmm. offensive tackle, cornerback. And now they've just gotten a defensive end, and they've got their tackle. And arguably the two best at the positions, right, at one point. So, yeah, the Giants, you got to, you got to sit back and at least uh, – I know we give out draft grades even though we have no idea how these guys pan out. Uh, in, le- in terms of value and where you got these guys, the- this is a pretty good start for the New York Giants. A really good start. Giants get an A. Those are my grades are out. What about an A-plus? I don't give A-pluses. Wow. You don't know my system. Hard grader. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm very tough. Okay. This is where – oh, my God. Goodell is getting annihilated by Evan Neal, who's what? Is he 6'7", uh, like 333? Something. He just – I mean, if you're going to do it, if you're going to hug a guy like Adele, you make him feel it. Right. Oh, he felt it. His hair is all must up, as the kids say. <laughs> kids don't say that. All right. I will say this is, I think this could be a surprise 
Now, I'm going to name the guy because it's been mocked a lot the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. But his rise up the board, I think, is a surprise, and I think this is a risky pick. Who have you seen mocked most recently to the Atlanta Falcons? Uh, my last look, uh, who, the Ohio State wide receiver, Garrett Wilson. Okay. Yeah, I think that's been the most popular one that I have seen. I've seen a lot of Jordan Davis the last couple of days. Yeah. Who is a super fascinating prospect. He is 6'5". Mm-hmm. My guess is he can go anywhere from 340 to 420. But he can also run like a 3940. Right. He is... That is the fastest big person I've ever seen in my life. He is ridiculous. He, he's incredible. He's 6'5", 360 pounds. 340 is probably light. Um, but the question with him is, and Georgia used him kind of as a rotational guy. Now, is that because he wasn't in NFL condition, or is that the max player he can be? If he can be out there all the time, I mean, he's he's an immovable force at that size. Yeah. I, well, I, if he project, if he becomes what he's projected to be, it's a, I think it's a great selection. But again, you go back to like value in terms of where these guys were supposed to go and where they're projected to be, and I guess that's always subjective. But are you reaching if you're going to take him at this selection? It does seem like that would be the case. Okay, we got four minutes on the clock here. Is the pick already in? Do you want to run it? No, I am. Uh, I'm looking to see where's it, where's NBA Insider Shams with the NFL pick. There, uh, there might be rumblings that this might be actually a trade. So we'll see if that's that would be, be smart too. Yep. Collect more is. picks. I saw Eagles all capital letters. Oh question, no! Exclamation mark. So should the Eagles be trading up? I don't think so. I mean, you've done enough to acquire assets, but who? I mean, what would you go trade up to get? A wide receiver. I mean, there are. That's a really deep draft, though. You wouldn't really this, need to this trade is up this far. That, this is kind of that Jamison Williams. Oh, zone. Okay, pick is in. Woo. All right, your well, boy just got, your boy just won a bet. That was we important. got just a couple seconds left. So you want to reveal it? Uh, Drake London reportedly is the selection here. So wide receiver yeah. out of USC. Not the right all receiver. Right. That I- Come on down to Silver Seven, seventy-seven cent bottles of beer all the way through the weekend around the NFL draft. We'll see you tomorrow. Crazy Horse Three.